Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me today. I uh, really appreciate that. Uh, I got some feedback uh, from an episode I did, I guess it was two episodes back, about the, uh, the best albums of 2021. And I knew if I called it that, that my uh, music guru friends would, uh, would let me know what I had left off that list. And sure enough, I got, I got a response from Steve. He sent me a few. Um, before I get into his submissions that he gave me, I want to talk about how he's helped me so much with this podcast, this, uh, this music you're listening to right now. That, that's my buddy Steve. He just sent it to me one day. He said, hey, I made this song up. Uh, you might want to use it in your podcast. And as you can tell, if you've been listening for a while, I have been. This is the, the official theme music of the coffee buzz and he's also given me just countless advice over the years on how to make the show sound better um he even sent me this amazing mic uh to try out so thank you steve i thank you i really appreciate that but getting back into his albums he sent me what was it his his golden messenger uh matthew fowler and Scott Hirsch. Now these are all great albums. Uh, came out 2021, and uh, but so far my my favorite of these has been Scott Hirsch. I uh, I really love the feel of that album. It's good writing. Like I got that pedal steel guitar going. It's just uh, it's an amazing album. And uh, my buddy Jimmy, he sent me one too. You might remember Jimmy. He was a past guest on the show. I'll uh, I'll link his episode in the show notes in case you might have missed that one. But um, his recommendation was the latest from the Fruit Bats. And uh, I'm really digging that album. I mean, just from the opening song, it just pulled me right in. And um, also, this one wasn't from Jimmy, but uh, this one came out just uh, after I had put the episode out. But the latest from The War on Drugs. I can't stop listening to that album. It's just on repeat right now. I'm trying not to drive the family insane with my uh, with my dad rock, but the uh, the new <laughs> if you're looking for some solid dad rock, the latest War on Drugs uh, is really good. It's called uh, I I don't live here anymore, but uh, yeah, it's been a, a a good couple of weeks. I picked up a new bag of uh, of beans here. It's by Independence Brewery here in uh, Austin, Texas. Actually, no, they're not in Austin. They're in Texas, but uh, not here. But this bag is called Jet Fuel, and it has to be up there with like my top 10 coffees. It's a uh, local Texas roaster, as I mentioned. Um, they only sell the whole bean when you get into the two-pound bag. You know, their smaller uh, bags are pre-ground, and as you would expect, uh, the whole bean tastes better. I mean, I haven't done like a blind taste test, but really what coffee isn't better, you know, when you grind it yourself, right? It's just get that fresh feeling, fresh taste. Um, they created this blend for an airline, airline pilot friend of theirs. It was supposed to be like this gag gift, you know, and so they just made this coffee with like six different blends and they roasted it up um, just short of a French roast really really dark and 
jet fuel is born. It's this just intense dark roast, but it's got a smooth finish. If you like bold and dark, I think you'll like jet fuel. The, the taste of this coffee definitely lives up to the name. Uh, as you may have gathered by now, if you've listened to the show for a while, I, uh, I get these uh, what I call life lessons uh, from the most unexpected places. Um, there's an old show that I watch. It came out in the 90s. It's called Northern Exposure. And I first saw this show back when I was in high school, way back, way back in the day. Uh, it reminds me of my first job. It was at this small family-owned grocery store, and uh, I would bag up groceries after school, and when I got home, Northern Exposure would be on. And it was a huge show during their run from like 90 to 95. You know, it won several Emmys. It was, I think, so popular because it had just something for everybody. There was such a wide range of characters um, and just something about this show drew me in, even though I didn't fully grasp some of the concepts in my young teenage years. It was, uh, really though, it was the first of its kind in a lot of ways. You know, it was set in this fictional town of Sicily, Alaska. And it's one of those shows where there is no real main character other than maybe the town itself. Uh, but there have been, I think, many shows that have kind of followed this format since. And this one was different from all those, in my opinion, because it was very quirky and incorporated uh, magical realism. You know, elaborate dream sequences, things like that. I, I think the character that initially drew me in was the town DJ, Chris in the Morning, K-Bear, that was their radio station. He was this like philosophical free spirit uh, that was also an ex-con. Um, but in between songs, he would, you know, sort of mention these, you know, mundane local events. And then he would go and read and discuss authors and philosophy, people like Carl Jung, Descartes, Walt Whitman, um, he would continually get fired because he sort of uh, was a controversial figure. And he finally, he, he always gets his job back though, because he's like the only one in the town that can be a DJ. Um, but one character I overlooked, you know, back then was Ed Chigliak. And he's this mild mannered Alaskan native who was raised by the local tribe. He doesn't know who his parents are, and that's part of his hero's journey. You know, he gets noticed by the, the local shaman named Leonard. And I know that's a strange name maybe for a shaman, but I'm telling you, Leonard is the real deal. So he notices that, that Ed has a gift as a healer. And the last episode I saw was all about Ed seeing a little green man, and by that, I mean, he literally sees a green man following him. And at first, it's just kind of like mild taunting, but it quickly escalates into this uh, little green man telling Ed, you know, he's not good enough for the lady he wants to ask out. You know, he brings up how Ed was adopted and how nobody could love him. <laughs> um, 
Ed has a passion for movies and he's an aspiring filmmaker, but of course the little green man, he, he's not having that. He tries to tear him down for that too. You know, he tells, so Ed finally tells Leonard, he's like, man, I've, I've got this little green man following me around. And Leonard sort of just stops in his tracks and he says, you know, you really need to take care of this. He knows exactly what's going on. All shamans have demons to fight, but Ed's is the worst because Ed's little green man was all about low self-esteem. It, he is a manifestation of Ed's poor self-image. And, you know, he makes him lose all sense of objective reality. But here's the kicker. Ed actually created the little green man as an embodiment of his self-loathing. Low self-esteem is the cause of all the pain and misery in the world. It, it leads to war and violence and genocide. It's basically what evil is. We hate others because we hate ourselves. We can't really defeat the little green man entirely, but we can love ourselves, and that's how we defeat fear. My daughter told me something recently that just kind of blew me away. She said, uh, being scared doesn't make us safe. And then she paused for a second. She said, being brave keeps us safe. Sometimes I think she should be the one with the podcast, not me. So one day I'm going to have her on the show. But until then, you're stuck with me. And if you like being stuck with me, uh, tell a friend. Then we can all be stuck together. Um, check the show notes. I have links to all my pod pals and different shows that I like to listen to. I've got some playlists in there, some Wim Hof uh, playlist, breathing exercises, fun stuff like that. Uh, you can reach out to me at the Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com. Check that backlog at the Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>